pulled in by Adams for the touchdown. Third down and four. As Rodgers throws, it's Adams! Makes the catch and will take it in for his second touchdown today. Shout out to the two. Shout out to my Spotify listeners. Get at me podcast. Victory Monday edition. Yeah, I went live a, a little bit early. Man, I'm just sitting here. I'm just telling. I said, you know what, man? Let me just go ahead and go live. Get it out the way. Let's just go ahead and talk about it. Uh, six straight victory. Packers are now on a six-game win streak. We are now six and one. I mean, what else could you ask for to start the season? Seven weeks in, you take the six and one record. Every single time. Now we do have a we got a good one on Thursday. We do have a good one on Thursday. But before we get into that Thursday matchup, which I'm gonna have to put all that in on the Wednesday podcast, uh, Christine should be ramping up as they get prepared for that short week. Such and it's such a sad thing, man. Um, uh, because now you know some breaking news. Um, is that my boy, our chef, our head chef, Joe Barry, tested positive for COVID. So it's Unless, and I'm pretty sure he's vaccinated because I think all the coaches were. Um, unless he has some negatives leading up to it, he would not be able to uh, be able to participate in that game. But he'll still be a part of the, uh, the, uh, the game planning. He'll still be a part of that. But uh, as of right now, he tested co- uh, positive for COVID. So he would not be able to make the Thursday trip, man, which is kind of crazy, man, because the defense was, was, getting, was, was getting started. Now, that doesn't take a, that doesn't necessarily mean you know, the bad or anything like that. But hopefully the main thing is hopefully he gets healthy. Hopefully he gets right. And you just wish him nothing but the best. So, uh, again, unless he has some negative tests leading up to it, um, it's looking like he's going to miss this game. So rest up, get well, coach. And he's still going to be a part of the meetings and stuff like that virtually. So he'll still be a part of it. Uh, but as of right now, Coach, Coach Barry, Chef Barry, is on the positive list. So hopefully it gets right, man. Um, I guess you could look at the beauty of, well, not the beauty of it, but I guess the positive to, to spin from this is that uh, this is for a Thursday game. So they have a mini bye week after that. So it gives them more time to get right. And so uh, if he happens to to really do have COVID. And so, um, like I said, get well, coach. And we'll uh, wish him nothing but the best. But off of that, off of that, let's talk about this game, man. Uh, because um, there's a lot of positives to take away. There's definitely some positives to take away. There's definitely some red some red flags that need to be addressed. Uh, but let's just talk about the game overall, man. Honestly, um, going against this Washington football team, my only concern was that they was not looking ahead towards the Thursday game. We already know that Washington is not a good team right now. They have a lot of issues on both sides of the ball. Um, and so I was just hoping that, hey, man, it's an afternoon game. These guys are not looking ahead. And, and pretty much I think they took this game seriously. Um I think they went about it the right way. The offense started off, got a sc- they, they had a scoring drive to start off the game, uh, which was good. Defense, however, gave up a bad. They gave up a big play uh, to Terry McCann, uh, to um, Terry McCorn. I think I'm saying his name right. His last name right, I should say. Scary Terry. I'm just going to call him Scary Terry. Uh, they gave up a big play to Scary Terry to start off the game, to Eric Stoke. Just lost the ball. He just lost the ball. Um, and I think that's the next thing he has to work on is tracking the ball in the air in those situations where it's him against the wide receiver and he just has to make a play on the ball. Um, and I think as, you know, his his career continues to go forward, I think he'll get better at that. And like I said, he's a rookie. Rookies get caught like that. I'm cool with that. I was I was okay with that. Um, albeit, I'm, I'm mad that it came from a miss, a whiff tackle, a whiff sack, I should say, from Jalen Smith. 
Uh, but overall, I think the defense played well. Got their first red zone stops. They actually will have four in a row this game. After that uh, touchdown that they gave up, even though that wasn't in the red zone. But after they, you know, they gave up that touchdown, they have four stops. One big play on the, uh, on the one-yard line, albeit uh, t- uh, Tyler Heineke. He's the one that really gave us that game because he fell short unnecessarily as he was going towards the end zone. Maybe he got a little shook. I don't know who was about to tackle him, but he he gave himself up on the one-yard line, tried to sneak it in. Uh, Devondre Campbell, once again, being the beast that he is, was able to knock that ball loose, and they had a fumble, and they was able to get a goal line stand right there. And so um, the defense and, – and, and I got to give props to the defense. Got to give props, uh, props to the defense considering – what they have to work with because they're missing some key guys. Preston didn't play this game. We already know that Jair and Sidarius is not in, is not is not on the you know not on the defense right now. They're not in the mix, and so they just putting some guys out there trying to figure out who's going to play. Kevin King didn't play either, and so they had Stokes was pretty much the uh, cornerback one. Uh, Rasul uh, Douglas he's been balling out. Tannen Sullivan had an INT. Shout out to him. I, I I heard his dad was seeing his first game at Lambeau. Um, so him watching his son for the first time, I guess in the NFL, he was able to come away with an INT. So that's, that's, that's good stuff right there, uh, that you can't make up. You can't make that type of stuff up. And so, uh, shout out to Channing Sullivan for having a good game. The defense in general, bro, like the, the entire defense, Merciless, uh, Whitney Merciless, he had, you know, some impact plays. Uh, but my player of the game, as y'all see from the guy on the thumbnail is Rashad Gary, man, Rashad Gary has been stepping up big, and I think he wanted this opportunity. He wanted the opportunity in which, you know, when we drafted him, it was after we signed the Smith brothers. And Preston and Zedarius bought out that rookie – I mean, his rookie year where he couldn't really see the field like that. And so he's been he's been getting red-shirted. He's been waiting patiently, and he's taking advantage of this opportunity. So it's going to be curious to see how they go about it in the offseason and, and, and what they plan on doing with Preston and Zedarius and stuff like that because I think one of those guys will be gone. Uh, depending on you know how the money is looking and stuff like that, so hopefully Zadarius comes back right. Uh, I think Preston was going to give it a go because uh, he practiced on that Friday, uh, but they kept him out and his you know his consecutive starts, his 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 streak came to an end, and that's okay because the Packers are not going to force guys to play if they're injured. Wink, wink. I'm not even going to talk about that little that little episode we had over over the weekend on Twitter. If y'all follow, if y'all following Green Bay Twitter, y'all already know what happened. Y'all already know what happened. Uh, but overall, shout out to the defense, man. Shout out to Rashad Gary. Ten pressures. Ten pressures. The uh, I think Tyler Haneke, I think he he had like what 40 some uh dropbacks. He had like 40 some dropbacks. So that just goes to show you that hey, he was in his back pocket, bro. He was in his back pocket for most of the game, and you're going to continue to need that. As we face this Cardinals team, which I'm gonna get into that on Wednesday. I'm not gonna really talk about that matchup right now. Just focusing on this Washington football team game. Now, let's focus on the offensive side of the ball. Now, the offense, I think, is slowly getting better as the time goes on. NVS, I continue to say, is missed. NVS is very missed right now. Uh, because that is a deep threat that helps keeps things open underneath because you cannot have that safety plan so close to the line of scrimmage or wherever they have them at. Um, MVS takes that away because if you give MVS that looks, he's going to get over the top and nine out of 10 times, he's probably going to, you know, get a big pass off or he's going to score a touchdown. And so uh, with MVS still being missing, I think the Packers are still trying to find ways to move the ball underneath. It's very patient. You got to be very methodical um, when you don't have a deep threat on the field. 
And so uh, hopefully we get NVS back this week. Hopefully. I mean, there's a chance that even David Bakhtiari might come back this um, this week, which would be big in my opinion. Um, but I think that, you know, NVS being missed, hopefully he get him back. Uh, that opens up the offenses a little bit more because as of right now, the offense is fine. It's not last year's offense. Definitely not, not the 2020 offense. Uh, but I think, you know, and which is a good thing because I, I, I feel like eventually that offense will get going. And if we have this defense that we have, and we get back to the 2020 offense, we're going to be solid. And considering that the type of pressure that they was receiving, uh, the, the type of front that they was playing, you know, Montez Sweat and Chase Young, those guys on the edges, I think they did pretty well. Uh, O-line was a little suspect early in the game after that first drive, but they settled in as, as the game went on. And, you know, they was able to do what they wanted to do. And so uh, the offense has to get right. Well, has to get better, I should say. But what needs to get right? What needs to get right? Is this special teams? I have no idea what's going on with this field goal unit. I have no idea. I don't know if it's I don't know if that block that came with the field goal was on Crosby because they said the ball looked kind of low. The ball was kicked kind of low, which they say even if you know, um, if nobody got back there or whatever, they probably still would have got blocked. Uh so I don't know if this is a Crosby thing. And I hate to get on Crosby, man, because I, I, I know I love Crosby. I love Crosby. Uh, I don't know, you know, and sometimes it's just that time. Sometimes, you know, it's just, hey, the end is near. And, you know, they had to make a change at punter. J.K. Scott had to go. They got in this new guy. I can't say his name just yet. They had to bring in a new guy. He's been balling. He's been balling. I think he almost made history, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, I think he almost made history. But um, he's been balling. And they might, and, and the thing is, they made a trade for a kicker during the preseason. I think who's on the practice squad, if I'm not mistaken. So they prepared to move on from Crosby if need be. And I, I this this might be his last year, man. I don't know. Unless he turns it around. And like I said, I don't know if it's fully on Crosby. I don't know if it's on his blocking. Something has to get right there. Because it's too much of a spectacle every time we kick the field goal. It should not be. And it was never like that. It was never like that where the field goal unit was, a, a, was always a spectacle. It's like you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen with the field goal team. And so they got to clean that up, man, because some games is one off the kicker. You need the kicker to be right. You need the protection to be right. And they have to work on that. Whatever that is, they have to work on that. And so those are my quick, my quick uh, takeaways from this game. man. good game. Like I said, man, very, very good game. Um, you play who's in front of you. Albeit uh, Washington is not the best team, but we got to test this, th- uh, this Thursday. I'm looking forward to this game. This game I'm looking forward to. It's just sad that, man, we might not have Joe Barry on the sidelines, but they'll figure it out. They'll get right. Uh, But that's all I have to say. Let me see what the chat is saying. I appreciate you guys coming through on this Monday afternoon. I appreciate it. If you haven't already hit that like button, make sure you hit the like button. Daniel, what's going on, brother? What's going on? DJ, what's going on? He said, "Good KDG, good game. Yes, it was. It was a good game to me. And I said this on Friday. Hey, I want to relax. I want to chill watching the game. And so um, I was able to do that for most of the part. Even when it was 7-7, I said, look, it took a, a big play like that to get down the field. Whatever. That's, if that's what it takes to score, I can take those. I can live with those. Albeit, you don't want to live with too many of those. But if it takes a contested catch like that to score points, then I'm cool with that because I trust my secondary. I trust this defense. It's already stat-wise top five. Now, if they learn how to stop – if they know how to, if they learn how to make uh get stops in the red zone, they'll definitely be, be top five. But right now they top five to, uh, statistically. 
Uh, but you want to stop them from scoring. That's the main thing. It's not even about yards. It's about being the lowest, uh, you know, allowing the lowest amount of points. And you don't want to give up a lot of points. And I think Packers are like midway. Um, it might be a little skewed now after this week since they only gave up 10 points. Uh, but as each week has gone on, I believe the points have went down. And so uh, obviously week one skewed a lot of stats. So week one skewed uh, a lot of things that makes people wonder if the Packers are legit. Obviously they are. I mean, they've won. What is that? The last three years in the regular season, the Packers are now what? Um, 32, 32 and seven, 32 and seven in the regular season. You can't, you can't doubt that. You cannot doubt that they're legit. They just got to put it together. Just got to put it together. My boy Jay Burst said our defense did good yesterday, but I still need to see how they do against Arizona. I mean, that's cool. I mean, and the thing is, y'all know me, I push agendas. Hey, you know, if things go left against, you know, the Cardinals, then hey, you know, Joe Barry went there. You know, that's, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. My boy Fat Boy said, What up, Packer Nation? Uh, Thursday night football is going to be a pretty tough game. Uh, hopefully, we come out with all phases on point and we can lead the desert with a W. And I think that they know they're going to get a team that's seven and no. You're going up against a team that's seven and no. They on a seven game win streak. We on a six game win streak. One of these streaks is going to come to an end. And I think if the Packers is on point, I think if they're on point, and they can. The Cardinals, listen, the Cardinals can be beaten. They've been in some dogfights. Matter of fact, they were a field goal away from the Vikings from losing. And they just find ways to win. They find ways to win. Uh, but they can definitely be moved. We'll see. Pressure is on them, man. We good. We chilling. We don't have nothing to prove. Even if they lose this game, that doesn't prove anything. It'll be a loss. Okay, we'll bounce back and we'll learn from it. But what are the Cardinals going to be? Who are they? They're the ones that have to prove that they're legit. We know where we stand. We know where we stand. We're comfortable with ourselves. At least I I believe so. Maybe I'm speaking for myself. Uh, Jacob, he said, uh, I really love our chances against Arizona. Hey, man, I'm feeling 7-1. I don't know about y'all. I'm feeling 7-1, though. I'm feeling 7-1. Uh, uh, nigga speaking on that Stokes uh, touchdown. Yeah, St- listen, Stokes is always on a person's hip. Stokes is always there. Stokes... He may give up a catch, but he's never beat, if that makes sense. Stokes is never beat, and that's good because when you get Jair back and Razul Douglas, he looking legit too. He's looking legit. He's he's definitely making the uh, the taking advantage of the opportunity that's given to him, and maybe that's something that this Packers team is because if you heard what Devondre Campbell said before the game or maybe it was after the game, he said that he's he, he's finally in a spot in which – he can be himself. He can be what he wants to be. He said before he always just fell in line, but he said now he feels like he can be that guy. And that confidence is key. You want your guys to be confident in those situations. And he's taking advantage of the opportunity that was presented towards him. And he thanks the Green Bay Packers for that. He thanks the Packers for that. So that's good to see. Um. He said merciless came to play. Yeah, he did, man. Merciless looks good. He definitely looked good. Uh, he said they're gonna uh, they're gonna keep Zadarius, but let go of pressure, which makes sense. And like I said, we'll see because Zadarius, you know, you got to be real careful with these back injuries. Like the back injury is very tricky, and the difference between even though Zadarius has more impact, uh, Preston has been more. He's he's been consistent. Not to say that you know Zadarius hasn't been because Zadarius up to this year he's been pretty healthy. Uh, it's just whatever happened this offseason. I have no idea what happened this offseason with Sedarius with his back, and and that that came out of nowhere. Uh, you got to be careful with the back injuries, um, especially as the guys get older. 
And those can, you know, those can knock you out of games. You know, some guys' careers aren't the same when they have those back injuries. And so um, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how they go about pressing this Adarius moving forward, which is kind of weird because I want to lean slightly towards Preston because he might be cheaper because obviously Darius, he has the numbers, he has the impact. And got somebody might overpay. I'm not saying they overpay because I think whatever you pay Darius, he's worth it. Uh, but somebody might give Zadarius a, a paycheck that we can't afford. And so we're going to see how next year plays out, man, because Cap and, – and, and the thing is, you got to pay – like, I am really hope they find a way to pay Devontae. That's the one that's going to hit me. Like, I've, I've understood moves before. Like, all right, I get why this guy's going. I get why this guy left. I get why that guy left. Um, I felt some kind of way when Micah Hyde didn't come back, but I got over it. But Devontae, I don't know. That one, I might – it might take me a minute to get over if Devontae is not brought back because – He's that good. He is that good. And I understand the cap. Hey, I'm not a cap expert. I don't pretend to be. Uh, I leave that to the to the guys upstairs. I leave that to the front office. I leave that to Russ Ball. They'll figure it out. Um, and I think they'll figure it out. Hopefully, sooner rather than later. Hopefully, sooner rather than later. Nicholas said, I was going to bring up Razul, but I think Savage has hit a, a level I didn't know he had. He's playing big and physical. That's why, I, hey, so Savage inside, have him playing that star role. Savage is doing what he's supposed to do. The closer he is to the line of scrimmage, the better he is. Savage is going to ball out. Maybe he's a slow starter, man, because he started off slow last year, but he got going as the season went on. Maybe that's the same thing with uh, Darnell. We'll see. But Darnell's been balling, man. He almost had another INT, almost another interception, almost. Uh, Nicholas, I missed the Twitter injury drama. What you talking about, Willis? Uh, no, nah, this is what uh, Mr. Mr. Bennett. He was trying to speak on the Packers again, and you know, talking about he had to prove this and prove that, and he was like, he want to see some. You know, this is some nonsense. Like, bro, like, come on, man, give it a rest, bro. It's been what five years now. Give that, give it a rest. You left. You pretended like you was injured. Clearly, the Packers knew what they was doing. Because then you went on and you went over to New England. Now you're practicing. You gave up on the team. Just take that, man. Take that on the chin. It is what it is. It is what it is, man. That's how I look at it. Uh, Greg said, what up? What's up, KDG? What's going on with you, Greg? Man, hopefully you had a good day yesterday, man. Hopefully your Sunday was great. Hopefully your Monday going well. All that good stuff, man. All that good stuff. Nicholas said, yes, yes, yes. Then Crosby hit the bar on an extra point. He's going through a slump again. I, and like I said, I don't know what's going on with my boy Crosby. Something going on. Something is going on. They got to address it because you're going you're gonna to need Crosby as the as the season goes on. You're going to need that guy. You're going to definitely need him. Um, let me see what else you guys are saying. I appreciate it, man. Thank you all for coming by. Thank you all for coming through. Um, Nicholas said, look, like, look up Crosby 2013 slump. They cut his salary and he pushed through it. I mean, listen, man, that was eight years ago. You know, that was – you can't be affording another slump, man. Another slump will get you cut. They don't play now. They gave, what, J.K. one bad year. J.K. had one bad year, and he was out of there. Not albeit J.K. doesn't have the clout that Crosby does with the Packers. But, hey, this is a this is, this is business. Nothing personal. Hey, Crosby, we love you, brother. We love you, but uh, you're, not, you're not producing. Or you're not producing at the level we expect you to produce at. We're going to bring in some guy. And not to say that he's going to get cut or anything like that, but I think next year is going to be – if he's still around, because you never know, he might fall back. He might retire. Crosby's been in the league for a while now. Um, but if he happens to be on the roster next year, I definitely see a kicking competition. I know before they've had him, 
And you already knew Crosby was going to win it. Them little quote unquote kicking competitions that they had. But I think next year is going to be a legit quote unquote kicking competition. And they're going to go with the best man. Which is weird. I don't know how how teams even like gauge that. Like, what are you looking at with these kicking competitions? Like, I don't know what they be looking at. But um, they they looking at something. So next year, if Crosby's still in the roster, expect a legit kicking competition. Whoever he's going up against, I don't know. Uh, Jacob said, "Does Arizona even have anyone in the secondary that can truly guard?" Hey, listen, like my boy. Stephen said nobody in the league can guard Tay. Nobody can single-handedly guard Tay. Now they may they may shadow, they may shot, they might slide some protections, they might try to you know double team them and stuff like that, which is cool. You could do that, that's fine. Uh it's just gonna need the other guys to step up. Alan Lazar had a good game this week. And so if Alan Lazar can build off of what he did this Sunday on Thursday, that can be great. Uh, one thing that I've noticed, at least in this game is that they seem to have protected Aaron Jones a little bit. They didn't want to give him too many snaps. I don't know if that was by design, uh, but maybe they were saving Aaron Jones for this game. So this might be a big Aaron Jones game. A.J. Dillon has to clean up the fumbles. Get that ball protection right. You're too big to be fumbling. You know you're going to get hit. Cover that ball up and keep it from hitting the ground. Um, so this might be a big running game for them. Hopefully. I mean, if that's what the game plan is, then, hey, I'm all for it. Um, but, yeah, nobody can guard Adams. Your best corner can't guard Adams one-on-one. One-on-one, no one can guard Adams. That's just that's that's just the truth. Ramsey can't guard Adams one-on-one. He's going to obviously need help if, you know, and that's that's what one of the best corners in the game. And so nobody can guard Adams. Uh, Nicholas said, not only is Adams that good, he's fast-tracking to beat every receiving record ever. I mean, it's possible. It's definitely possible. I think at one point in time, he was on pace for like 2,000 yards this year. I don't think he's going to hit it. But uh, it's definitely a possibility, man. Definitely a possibility. MZ said Packers defensive court. Oh, yeah, man. I know my boy, Chef Barry, he tested positive for COVID. Um, yeah, man, that's that was tough news for me to see this, this morning as I was doing my workout, man. I hate to see that. I hate to see it, man. I hate to see it. I hate to see it. Um. Jay Burr said, that's why Dallas and Chicago got rid of them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, Bennett. Yeah, yeah, they got – I mean, listen. And this is my last thing I'm going to say on Bennett. The man has had issues with every team that he's been with except the Patriots. For whatever reason. Unless he decides to come out and say something later. But as of right now, he's had issues at every stint he's been at. Who is the issue? There's one common denominator there. I'm just going – I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, Greg said, yo, what uh, what's your playoff per, uh, picture looking like? All right, let me pull it up real quick. Let me pull it up real quick, and then I'm going to wrap it up. But, I mean, listen, it's still early. Uh, but as of right now, this is the playoff picture. As for seeding, I have no idea. I have no idea how seeding is going to play out. But let's just say, let's just focus on the NFC. I'm not even going to focus on the AFC. Let's focus on the NFC because the AFC is trash. Sorry, any AFC fans out there, hey, listen, AFC is trash. It's easy over there. The competition is always in the NFC. That's nothing. I don't know why we're debating this anymore. The playoffs is all – I mean, the NFC is always the standard. NFC is the standard. We're the best. It is what it is. Um, But looking at the NFC playoffs, like I said, it's still early. It's not as early. But you're getting a glimpse as to who are the top five teams in the conference are – and clearly, 
the Cardinals, Bucks, Packers, Cowboys, Rams are the top five teams in the in the NFC. Now, the beauty of this is that the Cardinals and the Rams are in the same division. NFC West is still tough, albeit I know the card I know the uh the, the Niners are in the slump right now. They lost four straight games, which is crazy because they started off the season two and zero until we went in there and smacked them. But they started the season two and zero. People was high on the Niners. Now all of a sudden, nobody want to talk about the Niners. It's cool. I know before we want to bring it before we played the Niners, everybody was gassing up the Niners. They were saying they was gonna beat us, and then blah, you know, the rest is history. Uh, so you had that going for them. The Seattle Seahawks, they're missing Russ. He should be back by the time we play him. Supposedly he's gonna come back in that game. So the Seahawks, the Niners, Cards, Rams are going to beat up on each other. Cardinals is not going undefeated. Even if we don't beat them, somebody in their division will. Rams, I don't know. They're, they're not going undefeated. So the Cardinals or the Rams is more than likely are not going to be a one seed. So you can knock that off. You can knock that out. It's going to come down between the Buccaneers, the Packers, or the Cowboys. Now, I believe the Cowboys might play the Buccaneers. I could be wrong. Actually, no, they already played each other. So the Buccaneers have the um, the Bucks had a tiebreaker over them. So the Buccaneers, Cowboys have easier schedules than we do moving forward. I think we have the toughest remaining schedule. You can take however you view strength of schedule, that's how you look at it. I don't I don't view it that high because it's based off of last year, and none of that means nothing uh this season. So the Packers, if they handle their business, I repeat, if the Packers handle their business, they can easily be the one seed. Or it could be the two seed, whatever. And at, I mean, it really doesn't matter. I mean, one seed is obviously the goal because that's the, that's the seed that gets the first round by since they took away the first, the top two seeds, which is trash in my opinion. But it is what it is. Um, so it's gonna come. I, it's gonna come out of these three teams. These three teams are going to be the number one seed, and whoever that team is, I have no idea. The Cowboys have an easy schedule. Buccaneers have an easy schedule. Packers have a little tougher schedule. Uh, but that's cool. You know, it's nothing wrong with you know. Iron sharpens iron. If you want to go up against a tough team to get right for the playoffs, I'm all for that because when it comes down to it, you'll know how to prepare. Uh, but these will be your top – these three teams will be, I think, the top three teams seeding-wise when it's all said and done. And so that's how the NFC playoffs is going to go, in my opinion. As long as everybody's healthy and stuff like that moving forward, albeit it's still early, as for, like, the wild card spots, I think you uh, you have a seven spot now. Anything can happen down here. Six all the way – like, Eric, six on down is – Anything can happen. But these are your five teams that are going to be in the NFC. And so that is the NFC playoffs. I don't know how it's going to go, but that's the NFC playoffs. So just putting that out there. But um, it's still early, though. It's only week seven. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. But with that being said, uh, Curtis said, yeah, obviously, listen, all these games, all these matchups, Cardinals, um, the Rams, we play since we play the NFC West. The Packers, you want to beat the Cardinals, you want to beat the Rams because that can, you know, implement seed moving forward. Since we don't play the Cowboys, we don't play the Buccaneers, we'd have no control over those uh, guys. But um, they just got to handle their business against the NFC West. They handle their business against the NFC West, they'll be fine. And they have a test this Thursday against the Cardinals. So that's cool with me. That's all good. Uh, but with that being said, um, I appreciate everybody coming through. As always, I appreciate everybody coming through. Um, if you haven't already hit that like button, make sure you guys hit that like button. This will be on my Spotify channel. I repeat, this will be on the Spotify channel uh, near the end of the day. Um, might be on there an hour from now. Who knows? Uh, depending on how often, how fast uh, Spotify updates their stuff. 
So make sure if you guys are not already following the spot the Spotify channel, make sure you guys follow the Spotify channel. That link is in the description below. Um, but with that being said, I appreciate everybody coming through. As always, I'll be back Wednesday to talk about the game, talk about the matchup, and all that good stuff. And so um, with that being said, I'll catch you guys on the next one. I'm out. Y'all have a good one. Peace.